my friends. I am so glad that you're joining me for another episode. Um, Today is a beautiful day in Northern California. I chose not to record the podcast while out on a hike like I did a few weeks ago, although I probably will do that again. I had a lot of fun doing it, and I think the audio quality was at least decent. Um, But I will be going on a hike here pretty soon. The wildflowers are just spectacular this year because of all the rain. There are just so many poppies everywhere, like bright orange poppies. They're spectacular. So I'm going to go have a hike afterwards, but I am so excited to talk to you about today's topic. Um, Before I dive in, I'll give you a quick little update on my puppy, Elsie, who is now almost six months. I can't believe it. She is about 15 pounds And when I caught her, she was two and a half pounds, which is crazy. Um, The last time I talked to you about her, which was a few weeks ago now, I was actually concerned that she may have had Giardia. And thankfully, (laughs) she did not have Giardia, just a really bad bout of, you know, diarrhea and GI upset. Thankfully, she's doing absolutely great. Um, She is in the process of losing her puppy teeth. Um, which is really exciting for me because it just means that she'll be like less, uh, you know, like kind of chewing things up less. Her teeth won't hurt as much because like puppy teeth are super sharp. They're like shark teeth. I did not realize that when I signed up to get a puppy. Um, but the permanent teeth are just, you know, not as, uh, not as sharp, which is really great. So less biting, less nipping. Um, and then, you know, it'll just be exciting to be done with teething in general. She just got enrolled in a puppy school. So she, believe it or not, she actually gets dropped off and picked up like like my third child or something, which is so hilarious. Um, but I'm really confident that that's going to help out with some of the training issues that we've been having a hard time with. Um, in any case, that's enough about the update on Elsie. What I want to talk to you about today is creating what you want right now. And you know, for this episode, I really just want you to think about what's the most relevant for you. Maybe that is, you know, creating a better relationship with your spouse or your partner, Um, maybe making a certain amount of money or hiring an office manager, or of course, losing weight, right? For the purposes of this podcast, I'll probably be mostly giving examples of weight loss potentially, Um, But, you know, of course, please feel free to substitute whatever is the most relevant for you. Um, I actually just got off a client call um, earlier today, and I felt so inspired to talk to you about this topic because it's something that truly comes up for a lot of us. And so I... I hope that it'll be really relevant for you. So, you know, basically, whenever we want something, whenever we want to make a change, it can be really easy to get focused on the time frame. And, you know, we'll wonder if we'll get to our goal in a certain time frame, you know, like hiring an office manager in a certain time frame or making a certain amount of money in a certain time frame. Or, you know, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds in the, in the next couple months, for example. You may be really motivated at the start. You may be, uh, you know, you may make some progress initially and then inevitably, you know, circumstances may come up. We might make a mistake. Let's say you overate at the last meal 
even though this is totally normal, you may have thoughts like, you know, oh man, am I really going to lose the amount of weight I want in the time frame that I want? You might start to have doubts and fears. You might have thoughts like, man, when will I ever stop overeating? When am I ever going to have these uh, when will these episodes of overeating stop, for example? And so you have doubts, you have fears. Um, and again, this is all totally normal, actually. It's really part of the process. But what can happen is that we can be so focused, like our attention will be so focused on whether or not we're actually going to hit the goal in a certain amount of time that we may be failing to pay attention to the areas where we actually have control right here and now, like the small decisions that we're being faced with today, like right now. And we might be so concerned about thinking and wondering about the future that we may be passing up opportunities to really grab the bull by the horns and make progress today. And, and again, this really applies to so much more than weight loss, right? Like making money or, you know, hiring that office manager. Like none of these things happen on some distant day in the future. Like we're so, sometimes we're so fixated on like, when is this thing going to happen? And we're thinking it's like, you know, out there somewhere on this mystical day when, you know, just like money hits our bank account or some magical day when like, you know, the perfect office manager responds to an ad. Well, what I'm here to tell you is that the, the way that we make anything happen is by actually rolling up our sleeves and making it happen. Like, for example, how do you learn how to do root canals? Of course, all of my dental related examples are going to be almost always endo because I'm an endodontist. <laughs> Indulge me. But basically, you know, like how do you learn how to do root canals? Well, of course, in dental school, we learn all the stuff in the textbook. But once you're done with the textbook, then you need to go roll up your sleeve and do some root canal procedures. You don't hem and haw wondering how to do them. You get to work doing them. And I might add, you make mistakes in the process. It's not the end of the world. Like obviously none of us like to talk about making mistakes. We don't like to admit that we make mistakes, but it's actually part of the process. I was actually a volunteer at UCSF Dental School. Like th this is 10 plus years ago um, when I moved out to the San Francisco Bay Area. And I will say there is a very big spectrum and, and this isn't unique to dental students, right? Like this goes for all of us. There's a learning curve to anything that we want to do in our lives. And, but going back to this example from when I was a volunteer faculty, um, you know, there were some dental students that, you know, would be doing root canals and I was, I was overseeing them in the clinic floor and some dental students, I would leave them alone for five minutes and they would already have almost perfed the tooth. <laughs> and then there would be others that were still trying to fall, find the pulp chamber like three hours later. Okay. And that's okay. All of this is learning, right? Like it doesn't matter what side of the spectrum you're on. I mean, obviously we, we as dentists are trained to err on the side of caution. It would be really great, obviously, to avoid perforating as many teeth as humanly possible, but it is all in, in the umbrella of learning, right? And the reason I'm bringing this up is because my question to you is, 
are you allowing yourself to learn? Are you allowing are you uh, allowing yourself the time and the space to learn to get better at something or to create something uh, in your life that you don't currently have? Or are you hemming and hawing and then expecting yourself to magically get perfect at something? you know, without really necessarily even putting in the effort, like just expecting that you're going to magically get good at something. And then worse yet, you might be getting frustrated at yourself when you don't have the results that you want. Is that you? If so, it's okay. Take a deep breath. It's all right. But just recognize that it doesn't have to stay this way. Okay. So what is it that you want? Do you want to become a better leader and enforce boundaries with your staff then that starts with you taking action toward potentially having some uncomfortable conversations and getting comfortable with the discomfort that could come up right now, not in some magical future day in the future. Okay. You want to become less reactive with your kids. Well, that starts by noticing when you're on the verge of yelling and then pausing and giving yourself an alternative for how you want to act now, today, not five months from now. You want to stop overeating? Well, that's similar. It's impulse control. It starts with you recognizing the situations that might lead you to overeat and then actually handling that discomfort by saying that you're willing to learn how to act differently. Okay. And notice how what I'm saying is you're willing to learn how to act differently, not willing to learn how to act perfectly. Okay. This has nothing to do with perfection. It simply has to do with saying, I want to make a 1% change the next time the situation presents itself so that I can start to get a little bit closer to my goal. And when we concern ourselves with the time frame for how long something might take us, we're not taking advantage of what we can do today. We're getting too wrapped up with the, the thoughts and the doubts and the fears of, oh my gosh, I might not get this goal in this time frame, or oh my gosh, I might not find an office manager in seven days, or I might not lose 10 pounds in two months. I'll tell you right now, you want to guarantee to yourself that you're going to get the result that you want. Like you want to guarantee to yourself that you're going to lose 10 pounds in two months. For example, the key to doing that is to start taking action today by telling yourself that you are actively in the process of losing weight. Okay. So stop telling yourself that you don't know what you're doing or that you're stuck or that you're never going to lose weight or stop or not or and stop beating yourself up when you overeat, right? Will overeating help you? Of course not. We want to minimize that. But will beating yourself up help you? No. Okay. Mistakes are bound to happen. You're a robot. You are, excuse me, you aren't a robot. <laughs> you're a human. So when you build belief that you're in the process of making something amazing happen, okay, not that you're stuck and that you need something amazing to happen in the future, but rather you are in the actual active process of making something amazing happen, okay, when you believe that or when you build belief in that, you're much more likely to find evidence that will prove it true. 
instead of the alternative, the opposite, which is seeking evidence for why you're never actually going to get what you're working towards. Okay. You don't even have to believe that you can, that you can like achieve the entire thing, right? So you might have doubts that you can lose any weight. That's okay. But then we look for a stepping stone. Okay. Can you believe that you can lose a pound this week? Can you believe that you can learn what it takes to learn to lose one pound a week, for example, right? So once you start to believe in those little incremental steps, then you can also start to believe in the inevitability that you actually will get to your goal. And for most of us, if we're really honest with ourselves, we tend to actually care more about the inevitability that we will get the goal rather than the time frame. Okay. So what do I mean by that? Let's say you're on a plane to Hawaii. You believe you're going to get to Hawaii. And if the pilot tells you, all right, folks, there's a storm up ahead and we need to, you know, whatever, like deviate to the North a little bit before we actually, um, you know, get back on track and it's going to add us an, you know, an extra 30 minutes. You're not that concerned. I mean, nobody really likes delays. Obviously, (laughs) we all want things faster, but you're not starting to wonder like, oh my gosh, are we even going to land the plane in Hawaii? You're just like, okay, no big deal. We're going to be delayed, but we're still going, we're still getting to where we want to go. Okay. Now, building belief in the inevitability is 100% something I'm going to leave for another episode because I can totally talk about that way more. And I fully recognize in every single one of these episodes, I'm like bookmarking 80 extra subsequent episodes that I'm going to be recording. Um, So I am mentally noting that. But the bottom line is that you can trust the process for yourself and take action now. So here's some questions that I have for you. Okay, so even if you don't fully believe that you can accomplish whatever it is that you want or create whatever you want for yourself in your life, can you believe that you have the capacity to learn? And what would that sound like? Let me give you some examples. Um, If you want to lose weight, do you believe that you can learn how to lose a pound a week? Do you believe that you can learn how to eat slightly less at each meal? Do you believe that you can find alternatives to, let's say, handling frustration towards your children besides yelling, right? And even if you believe you can find alternatives, do you believe that you can incrementally get better at it in the process of becoming less reactive, for example, right? Like, do you believe you have the capability of learning what it takes to handle frustration in a different way? Um, Do you believe that you have the capability of becoming a more effective leader? Even if you don't know how to do it, do you believe that you can learn Right. Do you believe that you can learn how to have uncomfortable conversations with with your staff when needed? So so notice again, this doesn't mean that you know how to have uncomfortable conversations. It means do you believe that you're that you can learn? Are you willing to learn? Do you believe you can learn the very next step? That's it. That's all you ever have to believe in that you can learn the next step. Notice how that doesn't mean you know the next step. It means that you're willing to learn the next step. And if you've answered yes, then I have really good news for you, my friend. You can 100% get what it is that you're so 
desperately seeking, right? Whether it's weight loss, becoming less reactive, having a better relationship, making more money, whatever it is, you can 100% get it. All you ever need to, 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 to have is the belief that you can learn the next step. That's it. You don't need to have it all spelled out for you. You just need to believe that you can learn what the next step is, that you're okay if you make a next, if you make a mistake and that you're still willing to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Amazing changes happen when you stop thinking that, you know, something amazing is going to happen one day in the future. And instead you start telling yourself that you're in the process of achieving whatever it is that you want right now. And so I'm curious, like, what is it that you've been potentially delaying? What is it that you've been potentially putting off? Maybe thinking that you're going to get to it at some point in the future, someday, eventually. What is that thing? I'm going to wrap up this episode by telling you that your goals are simply too important to put on the back burner. If you've been putting yourself, you know, last I want you to know that prioritizing yourself actually matters. There isn't going to be a day in the future when you're just like, oh my gosh, I have all this time to prioritize myself. No, life is now. Go grab it by the horns and get to work. You're going to be so proud you did. And honestly, I'm going to be rooting for you every single step of the way. And, you know, before I close, I just want you to know that If you would love the idea of having support and accountability and guidance of a coach as you create the changes you want to make in your life, and if you want to learn more about one-on-one coaching that I offer, then go check out my website, drnatanya.com. I hope that today's episode was super, super helpful for you, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.